Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Hang in with D's. Um, gonna be a little different tonight because we're eating while we're broadcasting. But true pros. G- given what tonight is, uh, I needed a little comfort food, and we're short on time. So here we go. Episode number eighty-four. Which, uh, huh? The the second thing we're gonna talk about <laughs> has a lot to do with that. Uh, I am your host D's. Of course, with me as always, Dylan. It is Monday night, six thirty. Gonna. Last hurrah. Yeah, we're going to try and uh, get through this. Um, probably be a little bit abbreviated, but um, that's the, the wonders of DVR is that we got a lot of commercials we'll be able to skip through and everything. But anyway, here we are. Yeah, it's Monday night and the news broke this week. Of course, it's not really huge news. We kind of knew it was happening. Um, while he didn't flat out say it, he basically... I would say 95% said that. Did he basically say, what are his exact words? All signs are pointing yeah. to this being my last game yeah. in Heinz Field. We're talking about Ben Roethlisberger, obviously. Worst. In case you haven't been paying attention, Steeler, uh, heavy show. Uh, so that's getting ready to happen. And I got my phone on watching ESPN. Uh, crowd just blew up as he walked out for the pregame warmups. And I'm not going to lie, I got my big Ben 7 hat on that I bought mm. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, tonight's going to be a little emotional, man. I got to be honest. I, cause like you said, we all kind of knew it, but actually hearing him say it and it's the night. Well, it's, well, it's the last home game, but yeah, it's, it did kind of hit me when I read that story that he said, all signs are pointing to the yes. I'm like, we had two more games then of Ben Roethlisberger. Most likely we have two more games left of Ben. Most likely I'm okay. agreeing. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Everything we needed to happen yesterday pretty much didn't. Yeah. And uh, now our lone hope of, of reaching the playoffs is obviously win tonight and beat Baltimore next week and have the team that just gave up 50 points somehow find a way to win against the Colts. Yeah, when I heard that part of the scenario, I'm like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah. yeah. But in recent history, the Colts have struggled – in Jacksonville. They lost to them in the opener last year, I remember. Jacksonville's one win. Come on, so Trevor. Yeah. yeah, look, I, realistically. Question. It, it's, yeah. Sorry. Let's say, would you rather Ben wins tonight? Well, I guess in both scenarios, Ben has to win tonight, win tomorrow. We get into the playoffs and get smoked like we did last year, or we just miss out on the playoffs. 
So basically, would you rather Ben's last game be a win against Baltimore or a playoff loss? If there's 100% chance that it's a playoff loss? Yeah, it's either then or. Yes. Then, yeah, okay. go out on a win. Another question. Let's say Ben does not not, – not Ben. I keep saying Ben. Um, let's say the Steelers don't – let's assume they don't make the playoffs. But, again, they win tonight. They win next week against Baltimore. I remember your brother immediately after the playoff game last year – not immediately after, maybe the next day, sent me a picture of Ben crying on the bench. Yes. Saying he can't go out like this. So if this scenario plays out where they beat Cleveland tonight, beat Baltimore tomorrow, was it worth him coming back? You think beating Baltimore and knocking them out of the playoffs is worth delaying the rebuild for a year? And make your answer Not, I mean, we still were in cap trouble. So if we would have let him retire, I mean, we're still on the on the hook for that money. So not much would have changed. Like, there, who were we going to bring in? They, they wouldn't have brought anybody in. They would have still sucked this year with Mason Rudolph. Probably have a better draft pick. Um, but... <sighs> No, I'm I, you know I'm glad he came back. He gave it a shot. Um, we wouldn't have got tonight. Like you know, he's getting a send off. Whether yeah. it ends in a happy you know a happy ending or not, um, he's at least getting that respect and admiration that I think he deserves. So, yeah, it was it was worth it. Okay. I wasn't ready to let go, so. Um, so yeah, I'll get back. We'll we'll get back to Ben. Um, speaking of eighty four, what in the fuck is wrong with that man? Other than obviously a lot. Um, I was Antonio Brown just completely jumped out of his damn mind. And depending on the story that you believe, one saying that uh, he he first claimed that they were trying to bench him in order to not make his incentives, which he was like one touchdown away. Uh, I think it's like 55 yards from one $333,000 yeah. bonus, um, a touchdown away from another $333,000 bonus. And I can't remember the last one, but it was something very doable. It may have been eight catches. I think it was it was either catches or yards. It was ca- yeah, fifty five yards, like eighty something catches, and then a touchdown. Each were three hundred thirty three thousand equal um, all together a million dollars. So, and the chances of him hitting all of those were very very high. Yeah, I'd say so. Two games left. And on top of that, it was only in the third quarter. Like, midway through the third quarter, he, Arians was telling him to go back in the game. He now has claimed that he was too hurt. That is, the ankle that was bothering him was too hurt to go back in the game. But not hurt enough to jog off the field and do jumping jacks. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
his career is over. Yes. I mean, for, I, for real now. I, yeah, I There's... thought it was probably over before, but on, you know, you can't fucking. It's never happened. No, not not like that. We had Vontae Davis. Yeah, Vontae Davis, who basically retired at halftime. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's pretty funny in its own yeah. right. But to have somebody literally stripped down to his fucking shoes and pants, bare chested, running out of MetLife Stadium while there's a game going on. Like, literally, there are people on the field. And he jogs off, and next thing you know, somebody snaps a picture of him standing outside waiting on an Uber. Mm-hmm. And then you're not on Twitter, so you didn't get – I don't know if you saw it. Did you see all the videos About of, the, Uber of the yeah. Uber driver, mm-hmm. you know, like who is now, like, <laughs> world famous yeah. for driving AB around? Uh I have to pause for a second. They're showing highlights. Why not just pause the actual? Yeah, yeah, no, just. Just uh, sit here in silence. Yeah. Look at it longingly. Ryan Clark, yeah. (sighs) It's going to be tough, man. I'm telling you. It was a long time between, what, 1980-whatever in 2004. I don't. I don't know why I'm telling you. I don't have to tell you. You lived it. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw, when he went out, I was, I mean, nine, I think, eight or nine, and it wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. He came back too early from an elbow injury, and just let rip a bomb. Mm-hmm. For a touchdown, and and literally sacrifice the elbow. Yeah, no. just tore it apart on the on that one pass. Like his literal last pass he ever threw was a touchdown. Never played another snap. Wow. So then the suffering began. I mean, oh, Mark Malone, Cliff, well Cliff Stout, Mark Malone, Bubby Brister. Neil O'Donnell, Bubby Brister again, Neil O'Donnell again, Cordell Stewart, Mike Tomzak. Jim Miller. Jim Miller. Kent Graham, for fuck's sake. Uh, Cordell Stewart again. Um, yeah, it's it's been a Tommy little... Maddox. Yeah, then Tommy Maddox. Um, <laughs> it's been very rough, let me just put it that way. And when we finally got him in 2004, it was, you know, it was nice. And then for him to come out first game, second game, I'm sorry, they get... Uh, Tommy Maddox, uh, was it? I think it was his elbow actually got hit by the Ravens and he made his debut. And then he didn't lose again until the AFC Championship game. Like, he obviously he lost that game because we were already getting kind of blown out. Um, but yeah, it was like, wow, we we finally have a quarterback. And he's not been perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but. <laughs> Eight. If we're just talking about off field, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Eighteen years though with with one team is just phenomenal. First ballot Hall of Famer, obviously. So gotta be, gotta be. Um, I had a thing pulled up, but I can't do it right now because we're watching these highlights of all of his accomplishments and like rankings and everything. And when you sit and look at him, it kind of like. 
you, you take a step back because you don't realize that dude has done what he's done. 26 times, excuse me, in NFL history, a quarterback has thrown for 500 yards. No. Four of them are Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> wow. The next closest is two. No quarterback has ever thrown six touchdown passes with zero interceptions in back-to-back games except Ben Roethlisberger. Like, he spent so many years early in his career being called a game manager. And then when you look at the last, you know. It was like two years, though, to be fair. Well, but. In 08, like that that Super Bowl run we're watching right now. They were still a lot more run heavy than they could have Wasn't their rushing game really bad that year, though? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, we just couldn't find a consistent back. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, like Willie Parker was on his way out, yeah. banged up a lot. Yeah. That was the year before spin then fall arrived. Yeah. And if it weren't for spin then fall, we'd have he, Ben would have three Super Bowl victories. Um, no doubt in my mind. We were on our way to the game winning touchdown and yeah. Fucking Aaron Rodgers. He needs to come to Pittsburgh just to goddamn redeem us for that. So. We demand restitution. <clears throat> Damn right. So anyway. Um, oh, we started talking about Antonio Brown and then just got completely off. We certainly did, yeah. Yeah. Back to AB. So yeah, just like, you know. Like at what point does... Everybody is saying the same thing. You know, somebody's got to get this guy some help. When when do you think he ever realizes this? Is somebody going to have to, like, tackle him or and take him somewhere? Or is he going to have to be committed? Is that kind of what you're so, saying? Yeah, basically. I mean, it sure seems like Tom tried for uh, over what, well, I guess it'd be two years because he, he brought him into New England originally. Mm-hmm. So... And you got to be on. I mean, before the vaccine card thing came out, he was doing okay. You know, it was kind of quiet. And then all I got to say is Mike Tomlin has to go down as the greatest coach in NFL history for putting up with him for nine years. And a lot of people are saying that, well, it was the perfect hit. If you listen to some of the other guys, like especially Ryan Clark, who was there his entire career with AB. Uh, AB's always been that guy. The the guy that you, you see now, he was that guy then. And they just did a really good job of... I thought the quote from Ryan Clark was... I can't remember who he told, but... He said, he, talking about AB, said, you have to watch him the moment he gets paid. Basically saying the moment he gets paid, he's going to turn into a diva, a maniac. So, but yeah, same sort of thing. He and he did, yeah. It. yeah. Um, kind of curious what signs Brian Clark saw, though, to say that. But he's okay now, or he's Well, I mean, right. he saw him every day in practice. Well, I know, but, like, what things did he see specifically oh, yeah. is what I mean, like... 
And I mean, yeah, like how I don't, I just, I don't get it. You literally could have gone down as the greatest wide receiver of all time. Maybe. If you take, if he doesn't lose his shit at the end of 2018 or 19, whatever it was, and just plays the good soldier routine, he A, would have gotten paid in Pittsburgh and and he'd, he'd probably still fucking be there. You know, there would be no Chase Claypool. Yeah. Um, it would be A, B, and, and Juju. Right. And the stats that he, I mean, he was on a six-year run where he had over 100 catches and at least 1,200 yards, and, and I think he averaged like 10 or 11 touchdowns for each one of those years. Just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, he was well on his way to becoming first ballot Hall of Famer and at least in the conversation of being the greatest wide receiver of all time. To fuck it, fuck this job, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Tom, you're cool, fuck you, I'm out. Uh, um, it has given birth to some really good memes, though. Yes, yeah. it certainly has, yeah. My friend Taylor just sent me one. It was the... Practical Jokers one. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll take your gear off and then yeah, run off yeah. the field. Yeah. Like the one where he's, uh, you, you see the black guy hanging outside of a plane, like where he's, he's trying to catch a plane home, you know, with, with the yeah, bucks. Yeah, he's and, hanging on the yeah. wing. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> but uh, as we have come to find out, uh, I believe he's still in New York. Oh, really? I, I mean, maybe not, but he posted a video today where... He did a cameo, mm-hmm. and he obviously did it today because the whole cameo video is him talking to this guy who's sad about this being Ben Roethlisberger's last game. Uh-huh. He's like, I don't think Ben's done. You know, We can speculate and reculate. <laughs> I, Go ahead. He said it. I'm tell- he said it. He goes, but I think he's got a lot of football left in him. You know, Ben's a warrior and this, that, and the other. Yeah, I can. it's on Twitter. I'll find mm-hmm. it for you here. In a minute, but yeah. Reculate? Reculate. We can speculate and reculate is basically what he said. And yes, that (laughs) makes absolutely no fucking sense. And uh, yeah. So speaking of crazy shit, I'm just going to let you watch this. But like, (laughs) did you see this? This meme? Hopefully 2022 will be a little more normal. and, And we literally had... OBJ trying to fist somebody. <laughs> AB going batshit. We had the fucking Washington football team stadium falling apart. Tua with the phantom fumble. That catch was That was insane. Stupid. I watched that live. Yeah. Look. <laughs> OBJ literally punching this man in his asshole as yeah. hard as he possibly I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to punch the ball out. Right. But yeah, yeah, his ankle looks pretty good there as he jumping jacks across the Jets end zone. Yeah. Speaking of the Jalen Hurts thing, could you imagine what would have happened if Jalen Hurts is walking to the left of that tunnel uh-huh. and that thing collapses with a thousand pounds of fat Philly fans <laughs> and just blows both of his knees out? He would own Washington football yeah. team. I mean... How how would he not? Uh, he, we're talking. It would. 
I mean, that's a stretch. It's obviously, but hundreds of millions hundreds of, of millions. Yeah, that, that he could have because he's what is second, third year, second. I mean, yes. It, it, and given that he's had a pretty solid year, he could potentially get a two to three hundred million dollar fucking lawsuit out of that. Yeah. For look, I was having a good year. I could have got paid, and now I'm in a wheelchair because your stadium sucks. Yeah, this is the same stadium, mind you, that I think it was the beginning of this year, maybe even preseason. It's happened twice. So, that, right, that has happened where the stadium. Are you oh. talking about the pipe bursting? Yeah, the sewage yeah, yeah. leaking down onto people in the stands. Yeah, it happened twice this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just a reminder, folks, Daniel Snyder is a billionaire, mm-hmm. and he's in a stadium that's falling apart. And he says he wants a new one, but that stadium's not that old. How about you not be a cheap fuck and fix yeah. it? Oh, I don't know. Fix it. <laughs> Did you see how they fixed the stands that broke yesterday? Zip ties. Yep. Yes. These these stands that literally collapsed, almost killing Jalen Hurts' career. Yes, they put them back together with zip ties. And you got to admire Jalen Hurts. He was pretty cool, calm, and collected, like chilling with fans there fans and taking, taking selfies, selfies with him. him. Yeah, so pretty neat. Um, What else? There were a couple other like crazy things that happened yesterday. I don't that... want to talk about college football. Can we? Not do that. I felt bad for you, man. I really did. I Again, I said it two weeks ago or whenever the fuck it was last time we did the show. Perspective. I watched I did get to watch most of the first half. I <coughs> watched most of it. Um yeah, just completely outmatched. It, I mean Georgia has forty five star recruits, Michigan has seven. It just goes to show the difference between SEC football and everyone else. I mean, why? I don't. Why though? Why does everyone go to the SEC? I mean, Bama, I get Georgia. I don't. It's a good school. I mean, it's a good program. What? Well, there's a I, lot of those. I don't. But it's. I mean, I would say we could pinpoint that it probably started with Florida. I mean, Alabama has a long history, obviously, and then they kind of went away for a while. But then Florida got really good. Yeah. And then Auburn would be kind of hit and miss every now and then, and then all of a sudden Nick Saban goes to LSU, turns them into an instant power, goes to Alabama, turns them into an instant power. So now you got Florida, you got Alabama, you got LSU, you got Auburn in the, the, you know. I don't know why I asked that question because I think I answered it earlier today because I was thinking about this. You know, I realized part of the problem, at least this last decade. What? What are the three big states for recruits? Like, where do they come out of? Florida. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Nope. No. Texas. Texas. And California. You are correct. Yeah. Who's been the dominant Florida? Who's been the great Florida team this past decade? In the past decade. There was Florida State for a little while when that Jameis, but that didn't last that long. I, Miami, no. I Florida Post. Is there a – I don't think there is a dominant Florida Or like a top, team. a really great Florida team is my point in the state of Florida. The answer is no. Yeah, yeah no. Okay, Texas. The, each of them have had a year or two, yeah. Right. Texas, same thing. Same thing. California, SC's Pretty been much down. Pretty same thing. Cal's yeah. a dumpster fire. UCLA, aside from here and there, has been trash too. So 
kind of makes sense if you're a top recruit from one of those states, my hometown state or my home state school or schools are down. I guess I'll go to Bama. So yeah. it's it's kind of curious to see because I was thinking about that with Lincoln or O'Reilly and how I can't I think it was I can't remember who it was that said it, but they talked to it may have been Urban Meyer back in the day when he was at Florida, and they asked, "Well, you guys don't have a lot of California guys on your team. Do you not go after California guys?" And he said, "Why would we? Pete Carroll has like a fence around the whole state. Like anyone that I could possibly want from there, I'm not getting." So I wonder if maybe if Lincoln Riley can do that in California, that can kind of separate things a little bit. But, I mean, Texas would still need to be good, and that hasn't happened so far, and same thing with Florida. But, no, no. Yeah, I mean, and the SEC schools, not only do they offer the prestige. You don't have to be able to read. That too. Yeah. Um, But they're in some pretty nice environments. Yeah, that helps. You know. Mm, let's see. I can go to Alabama where, you know, a cold day is like 65. Yeah. Or I can play my October, November, December games in Ohio State where it's 7. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State and Michigan, Ohio State especially, has kind of a lock on the Midwest super studs. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Michigan and Michigan State get enough to at least be relevant. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, I don't see it changing anytime soon. Probably not. You know, the SEC has just separated themselves. Um, Clemson had a good run. Looks like they were going to be it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the problem with that is nobody else came with them in the ACC. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Florida state had a dominant run for a while in the ACC, Miami, but then Clemson basically outclassed the whole conference, whereas with the SEC, it was Florida, and then it was Auburn and Alabama and LSU. Yeah. Like they just one right after another, they they start putting forward until this. Nick was like, "I'm going to take this for a while." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and we'll see. Do you think Kelly does anything with LSU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he'll be great there. Um, it's just again, it's as much as I hate Notre Dame, it's kind of insane that oh, I'm gonna leave Notre Dame to go somewhere else. Like it's Notre Dame. Like I, I get the reasonings, but as far as like academic standards and whatnot, and but it's it's still fucking Notre Dame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean they're gonna always draw, you know, pretty solid recruits because of who they are but you know and for them to you know get over the hump plus they don't play anybody yeah you know their schedules are always pretty they should honestly join the acc probably i i've been saying that for a long time yeah you know and it's just it's crazy that you know they put together these great seasons and get to a playoff game or a bowl game and and just get smacked if they're playing a true top ten yeah. uh, team, and I think they lost their bowl game this year, didn't? They? Yeah, they they lost by two points to Oklahoma State. Yes, that was a really good game too. Um, yeah, and like they used to play Michigan every year until like was it five years ago? Well, no, I think that was Brady Hoke. No, I can't remember. 
somewhere around that time, they ended the rivalry, and it's like, why? And they're like, well, you know, we haven't been playing Michigan that long, really, comparatively. You know, we've been playing Navy and Temple for longer. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Are you shitting me? That's why would funny. you keep playing Temple? I understand USC or even Navy, but... It... Yeah, it's that's pretty sad, yeah, really. Should... That's what I would always do, and I still do it to this day when I play NCAA football, is I immediately throw Notre Dame in the ACC. Is that something you can react to for the show or no? What? Your eyes just went... Uh, yeah, yeah, I couldn't find something, so... Okay. But yeah, um, anyway, yeah, Michigan, like I said, they just... Uh, Everything that they do well, they couldn't do. You know, they couldn't really get to the the passer, and they no. they could not run the ball at um, all. Yeah, Georgia just couldn't throw it either. Um, I will say this though, and we we talked about the last show that uh, competition at quarterback. Yeah, because I think midway through the third, Cade just was done for the day, and they just let McCarthy figure it out or play the rest out and. He looked better. I mean, granted, is that garbage time? Probably a big factor, but you know, be very interesting in the spring. So, yeah. Right. So. Well, good luck to you. Yeah, yeah. I just One last thing. I found what I was looking for. So this is, this is Ben Roethlisberger's career. He was the NFL Rookie of the Year. Youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. One of only six quarterbacks to beat all 31 NFL teams. Uh I think Brady's got all 32. Yeah. And Favre might also. I'm not sure. but uh, B- Believe he does, yeah. Most touchdown passes in consecutive games, which I think he actually tied that with Kirk Cousins. Oh, really? Streaks like a, of throwing a touchdown in so yeah. many games. Um, he's tied for the most perfect passer rating games. I don't know what the number is. doesn't say, but. He's got the most 500 games in NFL history, four. Two of them uh, back-to-back, mm-hmm. including six touchdown passes in each of those games. He is sixth all-time in game-winning drives, third all-time in fourth-quarter comebacks, 17th all-time completion percentage, 14th in passer rating, fifth all-time completions, eighth all-time passing touchdowns, fifth in yards, Two-time NFL passing leader, six-time Pro Bowl, nine-time, ninth all-time in career win percentage with more than 100 starts, sixth in postseason wins, fifth in total career wins, division champion eight times, three times AFC champion, and two-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I'd say that's first ballot right. worthy. So at halftime, do you want to talk about John Madden? Because we have to. Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah we definitely show. do. Um, <sighs> sweet irony. Mm-hmm. If in fact AB like never plays another down, yeah, he will be Hall of Fame eligible the same year that Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> is. Uh, well, that's another discussion. Do, okay. Do you think he gets in? AB. If if he does, if he does. It's going to be a long, long, long time from now. Like executive committee type thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, I mean... I think he's only got one chance. And that is if he gets help mm-hmm. and comes out and says, I've got CTE or I'm, I've am i been diagnosed bipolar. Yeah. And 
and then these millennial pussies oh will feel God. sorry for him and vote him in the Hall of Fame. That's because of brain damage and mental health issues. Okay, whatever. But yeah, CTE. Well, I mean, it's probably well they can't test for that yet, but that's probably what is going on. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I he probably had he probably he probably of... does have uh, some sort of CTE, but again. We have heard stories from other people right. throughout his entire playing days mm. that these seeds were there. Right. I mean, even back to his college, there's a reason he went to Central Michigan mm. with that kind of talent. And so did J.J. Watt at first. <clears throat> yeah, but again. He was a lot smaller than he ended up being. Yeah. <laughs> but You know, like one of his old high school coaches, I remember back when – all the drama was going on of him wanting out of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. A lot of these stories came out. And then when we saw what he did in Oakland. Yeah. And then. Didn't even play a game. No, no. He threw a fit about a helmet. And then got to the the, the Patriots. And then the story came out of the sexual misconduct. And the Patriots basically had him for 10 days in one game. Yeah. And had to cut him. And then. All that gets settled, and I mean, he's had. Pro- if you look at the timeline from 2018, it's fucking crazy how many different things have, have right. transpired in his life. But uh, you know what? You're actually, I, th- I agree with your conclusion. But you're right, though. If it came out that fast forward 10 years from now, you can test for CTE or treat for it, whether that's through stem cells, which I'm not a scientist, I think that'd probably be the best bet or whatever, or it's a mental health thing where... Because Brandon Marshall had the same... Uh, he wasn't nearly as crazy as this, but Brandon Marshall was pretty fucking wackadoo and everyone said it was a locker room cancer until he actually got help, got diagnosed as by borderline personality disorder and bipolar, and, like, last five years of his career, he didn't have that reputation anymore. So Yeah, I mean, I, I think, without a doubt, he's bipolar and, and has some... yeah. You know, some mental health issues other than CTE. Maybe that makes it worse. Makes Um, sense. But yeah, in my opinion, that's the only way he ever gets in the Hall of Fame is that, you know, that all comes to light and, you know, he shows that he's getting help and maybe people will see that, okay, that's why he was batshit crazy. And yeah, I guess he had a pretty solid career. Let's throw him a jacket. Yeah. Yeah. but if that doesn't happen, then yeah, I'd, I agree. I did. I probably won't live to see it. He might get in, you know, like a, a veterans committee, twenty years down the road, or whatever. yeah, or even that. My prediction: five years, within five years, probably much, much sooner. He's going to be one, the other, or both. Celebrity boxing, or or some kind of fucking reality show. Mm-hmm. It, it it's just going to happen. Right. He lives a pretty lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. He hasn't made a lot of money these last couple of years. Mm-mm. His uh, his endorsements have got to be pretty much nil. Right after all the sexual assault alone, yeah, will... the, and the throwing furniture and the robbing the truck of you know the burglary charge. Yeah. And, um. And I could see even a, a criminal type career in in his future at some point 
a criminal career? Well, it's like some huge scam. Basically, oh, like a Ponzi scheme or something. Some shit where like yeah, he's gonna get a B coin. And yeah, he's he's gonna end up in in shit. jail or like maybe all all the above. He's probably gonna do a celebrity boxing match because he's on a reality show and then get caught up in some kind of fucking pyramid Ponzi scheme bullshit and end up doing like five years in prison. So yeah, and that that's my A B prediction. So. All right, well, again, I'm going to try and get through this game uh, without sobbing like a little girl who just lost her favorite teddy bear. Uh, We will come back at at halftime and uh, talk a little bit about uh, another man who shaped our uh, young adult lives, Mm -hmm. uh, mine longer than yours, but, well, maybe not. You kept going while I didn't. But Anyway, so, yeah, we'll come back. We're going to... uh, Talk a little John Madden and uh, maybe even talk about what we're seeing at the uh, first half of the game. But we'll be back. And we are back. It is halftime. We are uh, currently winning. Win, winning. 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 Winning 10 to nothing. Um, what do you think so far? Uh, good start. Yeah. I mean, defense is playing well. Crowd's there. Not. I don't get why we're throwing the ball so much, though. Najee's having a good game, but Ben's got... 34 first half pass attempts uh unfortunately ending the half with an interception when we were trying to get down there but anyway we'll get back to uh the game here shortly but we couldn't go this week without talking about uh losing an icon and i'm not talking about betty white that was sad too but uh john madden um i i posted on facebook that like for my generation and and yours yours as well i guess well, yeah, um, I can't think of a bigger icon or more meaningful person to people like in our age group. Um, our age group. That's isn't uh, that what I just said. I that's why I laughed. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> um, that that John Madden. I mean, f- from and and it's not even his coaching days. I mean. Uh, I don't really remember him as a coach because that was before my time. But when I started to get into football, I would say around nine or ten years old, uh, Madden was already a well-known broadcaster with Mm -hmm. Pat Summerall on CBS. And then that was when Fox got involved in football. That is basically what gave them credibility. Is, that was the first one they signed when when they got the contract. They're like, we, you know, we've got to get this guy, and Fox became kind of the the it network mm-hmm. for NFL football. And uh, then throw in John Madden football, which started in uh, I think eighty eight. Believe you're right, yeah, and it, it maybe eighty nine something like that. Pretty piss poor graphics back then, but it was, it was 1989. <laughs> it was by far and away the the best football game anybody had ever put together, mm-hmm. and it just only got better every year until about 2007, which we have talked about on here yeah. numerous times. But uh, bottom line is, I mean, that's that's who we we grew up with the voice of John Madden, whether it was Sundays on TV or every other day on whatever system we happen to have and uh, made jokes about it and you've taken quite a few just absolute beatings for me age doesn't matter 
I, me being 12 seems kind of relevant. Or 9. Bad no 2. Hey, um, kids are known to have better motor skills, so that's not an excuse. <laughs> not an excuse. Wow. Okay. My overwhelming <laughs> knowledge of the game and pure skill just right. allowed me to... Uh, Do you know any of the backstory, though, of, like... Hang 50 on you regularly. When he... How he got not sort of how he got the gig because it was just offered to him but like initially the game was just going to be like seven on seven or eight on eight and he said no i'm not putting my name on anything that doesn't look like actual football and it wasn't a situation where he just like licensed his name and didn't 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 give a shit like he was like an actual consultant and talked about the x's and o's and trip hawkins the he was the founder of ea and he talked about how they rode on a train together for like a week and John Madden basically just taught him everything he could teach him about football within a week. Yeah. I mean, uh, he was very instrumental in especially the early aspects of the game. Um, Obviously as the game grew and so did, I'm sure he didn't, he's not responsible for ultimate team. Yeah, no, no, I I don't even think he was still, I, I think he was already, off of commentary by the time Mutt came about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he was done when he retired in real life, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember the exact year. It was... Well, 08's when he retired, because his last game okay. was the, the okay. Steeler Cardinals. So then, Bowl. yeah, it might have been the... Uh, yeah, you're right. That was the last one he called, was the mm-hmm. yep, Super Bowl 43. Yeah. Um. I want to say he was on it for like one more year. Anyway, but it, but it was mostly the same old, you no. know, shtick. Um, but yeah, in, in those early years, he had a huge hand in like the strategies and everything. And then obviously, as the game got to be what it is yeah. and the development team grew, he basically just would go in and say a bunch of lines and be done. And, until, right. like I said, he retired. But um, I I kind of liked uh, Jim Gray's idea. Which is? He said, f- you know, from now on, we should just rename the AP All-Pro team, the All-Madden team. I've heard that, yeah. I can't re- I heard someone else say it, but I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, you know, like I said, it... Uh, and he died unexpectedly. It was, you know, he, like he wasn't known to be sick or anything like that. It just uh, kind of caught everybody off guard. And, and I mean, same thing with Betty White. Twenty twenty one had one final fucking middle finger for everybody. And yeah, uh, going back to the Antonio Brown thing, I, somebody posted the meme: "Your opponent has left the match," and it was like, "This is the ultimate Madden tribute right here." And yeah. you know, so. Uh, but yeah, a little sad. I don't know. Maybe uh, EA will, you know, in Madden's honor, put out a good game for a fucking change. No, but bare minimum, he's gonna be on the cover this year, or at least should be. The, Everyone's I, yeah. clamoring. He's for gotta it. be like the legend edition for sure. Just put him on the it, actual the whole cover. Thing. Put Everything. him on the cover. You're cover right. For You're right. Sake, yeah. You're right. Everything. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, then we'd have a break from the Madden curse, which. Again, if you pay attention to the memes, uh, the reason it didn't strike Brady or Mahomes is because it's just going all in on AB yeah, since no uh, shit. Madden eight, 18 or 19? 19, wasn't it? 
Uh, 19, yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, 19. 18 was Brady. And then was 20 was, was it Mahomes. just Mahomes? And then uh, 21 was? Lamar, and now it's Mahomes. And okay, Lamar, and Mahomes, and Brady. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Well, I'm trying to, did Lamar, did the curse strike Lamar that year? I mean, he played like shit in the playoff game. Yeah, there was that, but not really. Oh, they're showing Roger Goodell. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Um, real quick while we have time and we can get away from sport a little bit. Um, I did see the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Liked it. Didn't love it. Some fan service. Um, but yeah, it uh, it wasn't great. It's worth a watch if you're a fan of the series. Sure. Um, some of it I thought they handled. You know fairly well as far as explaining um how they're back and mm-hmm. you know ties everything together um the other one i watched was ghostbusters afterlife really liked it um a lot of fan service obviously um uh, but it was well put, put together as well yeah. um loved how they brought the old guys back mm-hmm. you know it was it was kind of neat and, and they didn't overdo it like they're literally you know well, yeah. Cameos, like true cameos. Yeah, uh, they're, yeah, they've got less than five minutes of screen time, I believe, but uh, very well done. Um, if you were a fan of those movies, definitely worth a watch. Um, I already talked. Have we done a show since Christmas? No. Oh, really? Last time we talked, we did uh, the Spider-Man thing, and so no. Okay. Don't look up if you have. I feel like I've read a lot about it. I think you said something about it at Christmas dinner. Yeah, it's kind of. I liked it. Um, You know what? I did talk about it on the show. I remember. Mm -hmm. Never mind. Let's skip it. Um, I do have another soft recommendation. Um, The MacGruber series on Peacock. If you liked the movie, which it's a series. I didn't know that. I thought it was a, another movie. No, no, no. Oh, they okay. did. They did a series. Um, if you liked the movie and you liked the sketches, the series is pretty good. It's got a few moments that made me laugh hysterically. Um, again, if you're into that type of humor, which is kind of well, there's no kind of to it. Pretty dumb at times. Yeah, and yeah. very, very slapsticky. Pretty funny though. I mean, they yeah. do have some bits that are funny uh, that are kind of clever, but. I haven't finished it yet. I think I've got like two episodes left, but if you need a show to just kill real quick, that's fun. I recommend it. So, yeah. uh, one that I haven't got to watch yet, but it's out now, and I've been trying to dodge spoilers on the uh, interwebs. Is uh, Cobra Kai mm-hmm. season four is out? Um, you haven't watched it. I have not either. watched a minute. It's really a good show. That's what I, I heard. Mean, yeah, if, if you liked again. Uh, it it starts out, I mean, right off the bat, it's it's really good. And it just every season seems like it gets a little bit better. So I'm pretty excited. And supposedly there's some big thing that happens in the season finale mm. that pretty much confirms season five is a go. Um, Hillary Swank comes back. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, they've, yeah. they've brought back, you know, a major character every season so far. Huh. Uh, this This season, again, this isn't a spoiler, but it's Terry Silver who was the main 
antagonist uh, trainer in four, three, credit kid three. Yes, three. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I wonder if Mike Barnes is going to be in it though, because I haven't seen anything. I know that I watched a or listened to a podcast, or maybe it was a YouTube video where he was on a podcast talking about how he would love to do it. I don't know who that is. Mike Barnes was the guy that he fought in Karate Kid 3. Oh, okay. Terry Silver was the the trainer that took over the Cobra Kai dojo mm-hmm. and at the end, yeah. Um and Mike Barnes was the the California the the badass or maybe it was from the East Coast, I don't remember, but they brought him in specifically to whip Daniel's ass and mm-hmm. he was brutal and mm-hmm. um but yeah, the the guy has said that uh he hadn't been this was well over a year ago, but he hadn't been contacted, but he would love to be on the show, which mm. I, I'm sure he would, because I don't think he's done anything since The Karate Kid. But If I can get off my shift at Best Buy, you know, yeah. going to do Right. <laughs> so, uh, anything else before we wrap this up and go nah, on to the second nah, half? No, we're good. Nothing that is gonna be worthy of us missing. All right. Well, not sure when we'll be back. We'll probably next week to... Wrap up the season for us more than likely, barring some kind of fucking miracle. Right. Uh, yeah, and I had joked about it off the air. So we need to obviously win this one, beat Baltimore, and have the Jags beat the Colts, which I knew they'd struggled, but we actually got a little bit of hope when I found out that the Colts have actually lost six straight road games to Jacksonville. Very, very surprising. Yeah, Considering how bad Jacksonville's been at periods in those six years. And then the other uh the other thing is that the Monday night game or I don't maybe it's not a Monday night Sunday but nighter. Yeah, it's the last night last game of the season. Uh Raiders, Chargers cannot end in a tie. And that would just be the ultimate just fuck Damn. us is if, if we get the Jags to win and then somehow those fucking idiots tie. Uh, I, I might, I might violate some laws and commit some felonies. That's okay. all I'm going to say. But all right, folks, we are kicking off the second half. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. We'll be back some point next week. All right. All right. All right. We were going to end the show, but after we watched the, the second half, we had to come back for one final farewell uh game's over pittsburgh wins 26 14 uh tj watt just monster game now is one sack away from tying two from breaking the all-time record and uh what a what a way to end it yeah and uh we get the ball back Najee breaks it and i'm i'm thinking the same thing you are go down let let them yeah. take the knee i was screaming it internally as he was running like slide 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 ah Fuck, why'd you score? But, you know, instead he he takes it to the house. And good for Hinaji because, I mean, he's worked his ass off this year. Yeah. You know, to have him have that fine, you know, he today he literally had the two longest runs, uh, well, of his career, but of the season. So, I mean, I get it. He's <laughs> he's had a frustrating yeah. run with behind that offensive line who played great tonight. Kendrick Green, stay hurt because <laughs> his replacement – Absolutely amazing tonight. Yeah. Um, but then, so we thought it was over, and the defense comes through one more time and gets the interception and allows Ben that one final take a knee, 
And and Tomlin even tried to call a timeout to get him another one, but it was the refs pretty much. Uh, well, people are on the field and everything. Well, yeah, they, like, eh, they knew it was over it. anyway. But um, I'm not gonna lie, I did. Uh, I got a little wet. You got a little dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got a little wet, yeah. and um, so did Ben. Yeah, and that. I mean, we're, I get to watch him play again, and. I won't even speculate. I get to watch him play at least one more game, and, the, and yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but to see that scene, um, very rarely. I mean, I've recorded games before, and, and unless it's a Super Bowl or whatever, I usually. Why would you, right? Yeah, but I'm probably gonna go through that, and and at the very least, watch that last part again, and maybe watch yeah. the the Watt destruction of Baker Mayfield because that was fun too. But. Right. Uh, honestly the only other way it could have ended that would have been better would have been like a game winning touchdown yeah. pass but uh i'll take it you know that was i'm sure he will too yeah. i mean it would have sucked if they would have lost I mean, oh god i did yeah when when yeah. we were starting to uh falter there towards the end i was getting a little little worried but they cleveland took way too much time scoring when they did so i felt a lot better mm -hmm. and then once we got the onside kick the way Najee was running the ball i was uh i was pretty confident so right. very happy to get the win and yeah. yeah so i really don't have anything to add i know i i was the one that suggested we come in here and do this final part but uh yeah it... the one thing the stat that i didn't even know until they posted it and, and you made a comment in his entire career, Ben Roethlisberger has only played in two games where they were out of playoff contention. That's fucking nuts. That is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there are guys out there that are close or maybe even better. I don't know. Um, but that's, wow. Like, I mean, you think Brady probably is right there. I got to think Peyton Manning is real close. Played in? Oh well, no, no, his first season, yeah. They went three and thirteen, yeah. so Peyton's yeah, out. Peyton's yeah. out. Um, but Brady's probably up there. I think Brady's only had one season where he started where he missed the playoffs. So oh, yeah, it's just a matter two. Of, so just a matter of how many games uh, he think played they that year. Were horrible either. So yeah. they, I'm it's sure probably it's, close. I'm sure it's up there. Yeah, it's but probably close. Two is is pretty fucking phenomenal over yeah. an 18 year career. That's all I'm saying. So right. All right. Well, I think now we can go ahead and say that we're done here. Yeah. yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. We will be back. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. No. I... All right. We'll be back next week sometime. Uh, I'm still these. He's still Dylan. Still bye bye. See ya. Ooh.